This is the city. The city of Absalom. The city at the center of the world. Absalom is celebrating the Radiant Festival, a three-month festival of epic proportions held once every hundred years. The celebration attracts all types. Tourists, performers, merchants, inventors, as well as unsavory types, petty thieves, gangs, cults, and criminal enterprises. That's where we come in. We protect and serve. We are the agents of Edgewatch. Hey everyone, welcome to Rule for Combat Agents of Edgewatch. I'm your GM and host, Stephen Glicker, and in this week's episode, our PCs continue their exploration of the Dungeon of Death, and Bob Marquis returns as Sharky the Mimic. So one thing I wanted to mention is that this is our 300th episode, aka podcast, if you add them all up, and that is a lot of podcasts. I can't even believe we got to 300. That is nuts. And there's no sign of slowing down. In fact, by the time we finish Three Ring Adventure and Agents of Edgewatch, we'll probably be well into the 500s, if not the 600s. So make sure you strap in for the long haul. So one thing I wanted to mention today is the illusion of choice and the fact that this adventure was written in such a way that they were expected, the PCs, to be level 4 when they encountered the basement and it really was way too hard for them to go down here. And, you know, these pre-written adventures are often written in such a way that you're expected to do things in a certain order. For example, the PCs were expected to go to level 1, then level 2, then level up and become level 4, that's a lot of level, and then go to the basement and finish the adventure. But what happens if they were level 3 and they tried to encounter the basement? Well, they probably would have gotten their ass kicked, if not killed outright, because it's pretty hard down here. And you know what? I was thinking about this. How do you handle this as a GM? There's a lot of ways to do this. Like, what happens if the PCs go in, quote, the wrong order? Now, I know this is something that can rub PCs the wrong way. I've seen a lot of people say, Oh, I don't like when I'm being railroaded. I don't like when I don't have choice. Well, get over it. I hate to break it to you. Every single PC in the history of GMing has the illusion of choice. The GM completely controls everything. They can make you do anything, go anywhere, do whatever they want. They control the story. And a really good GM just makes it sound and feel that you, the PC, are actually in control. But I hate to break it to you, you really aren't. Not really. The only thing you're in control of is your actions of your PC during combat, but the overarching story, a GM, especially a good one, can make it go in any direction without the PCs even knowing. Anyhow, with that being said, if you're going to buy a pre-written adventure, you have to assume that they're going to make it go in a certain order. The only exception to this rule is Kingmaker. Kingmaker is infamously famous for allowing PCs, because it's built like on a hexagon grid, to go in almost any order they want and have tons of mini little side adventures. Now, I have to tell you something. I tried out Kingmaker with the same group, and I thought it was going to be awesome. We were all really excited to give it a try, and we never finished it. In fact, 
we didn't like Kingmaker at all. And I found that a lot about myself when I played Kingmaker because Kingmaker was like reading 40 short stories. It was lots of little mini adventures that were loosely connected. And yeah, there was an overarching plot, but I did not like that. I didn't like all these itty bitty teeny tiny little stories. I thought it was disconnected, disjointed, and not a lot of fun. And now I think about it after I've been playing for so long, I've learned that the stories I like are the long epic campaigns, aka adventure paths. If we think about it this way, you have Kingmaker and Pathfinder and Starfinder Society, which are basically tons of little short stories interconnected to each other very loosely. It's like getting an anthology of short stories. An adventure is like reading a book. It's one large book, a very large adventure that's standalone. And then you have Adventure Paths, which are like an epic series. A Lord of the Rings, or George R. R. Martin, or Brandon Sanderson. It's a series of novels that are all connected that make one gigantic story. And I have learned that I really enjoy that type of story. I like the long, epic adventure path novels, where it's one gigantic story, interconnected, where your characters grow, they go from level 1 to level 20, and you continuously explore this story. But if you're going to be adventuring in that manner, you're going to have to give a few caveats to the people who write the adventures, which means that... Hey, guess what? They're kind of linear, that you're going to have to go in a certain order. And the adventure writers have to assume a couple of things, such as, okay, you're going to be level 4 when you do this area, and you're going to be level 3 when you do that area. Now, of course, a GM could adjust that on the fly if they go in a different order. You could try to make the basement easier if they went in the wrong order, or you can make level 2 a lot harder, you know, things like that. But you know what? The way I handle it is I actually get really quiet. I've noticed that. If people are starting to do things that are, quote, incorrect or in the, quote, wrong order, I just get really quiet because I just want to hear what the PCs are going to do and I listen to them and let them figure it out. And I don't know if they can tell, but usually that means when I'm really quiet is, hey, guys, you're doing the wrong thing or figure this out. And sure enough, when they got into the basement... And if you remember that episode, I was pretty quiet, especially for me, because I don't shut up. I was just sitting there listening and listening and listening. And they just, you know, after been playing this game for so long, they just knew. They knew the meta. They had a feeling like, you know what? This basement feels wrong. It feels like we are way under leveled. Now, there's lots of ways to handle this as a GM. One way is you try to give them an encounter that doesn't necessarily kill them. Or you give an illusion of things that are in other rooms that are just much higher level than they are. And they realize, you know what, let's level up before we come down here. In retrospect, what I probably would have done is I probably would have had Roslo have a key to the basement and just had the basement locked. So they would have had to find Roslo, get the key, and then go down to the basement. That's called gating. That's where you gate the content, so you can't actually get to the next level of content unless you go through a specific gate. And I didn't do that. In retrospect, I just, you know, I ran it as written. And the way it's written is that once you find the secret entrance to the basement, you can go down there and do whatever you want. 
But luckily, these guys have played this game long enough. They know how this works. They have a feeling like, you know what? I think we're too low level and I didn't have to say anything. But you know what? I probably would have. I probably would have just broken the illusion and just said, hey guys, let me warn you, you're too low level. Like, go back up to the second level, finish that up, and then you can come level four and then go to the basement. And I think they would have been fine with that. You know, they know what they've gotten themselves into. If you're going to do an adventure path, you know that this is a pre-written story. You know that you are, quote, expected to go in a certain order and to hit certain milestones if you want the story to continue. And as a player, you need to understand what you're getting yourself into. So if you're going to be playing an adventure path, you can't be all freaked out when people feel like, oh, no, they're railroading me. The answer is, yeah, you're an adventure path. Of course you're getting railroaded. That's what you signed up for. You signed up for a very complex interlaced story, which forces you as the PC to go through hoops to tell that story. If you want something that can go in any direction that is completely organic, then have a GM that runs a homebrew campaign and they just make it up as they go along. That's a whole other topic, okay? That's a whole other subject that I can get into. But I actually don't do those. I do the pre-written campaigns. I enjoy those. I find them a lot of fun. I also find them a lot easier to set up and run, especially in the online world, because it's a lot easier when you're online to have everything set up ahead of time. Obviously, if you're doing something on the fly, it's much harder and takes a lot longer if you're doing it online. So pre-written adventures are really well suited for the world of online Dungeons and & Dragons and Pathfinder. Anyhow, that's what I wanted to talk about as the difference between pre-written adventures versus organic adventures, short adventures versus long adventures, and the illusion of choice and knowing as a PC what you signed yourself up to when you choose a certain type of adventure and what you should expect from both the GM and the authors of the adventure and realize that you are following a preset story and there are certain caveats and expectations from you as the player as well as the GM. Anyhow, with that, let's get to this week's show notes. Super fast show notes. I look outside, it's getting warm out. That means I'm going to finally get to go outside and do things. I'm really excited. The RPG Superstar, we just finished up the last write-up for the last monster. That means I can put in the artwork asset orders for every single monster. I only have about 20% of the monsters left to do. So we're almost done with the artwork. I figure in about another six weeks, all the artwork for all the monsters should be done. Very exciting. We're starting to look at printers. We're going to start doing the layout of the book very soon. So it is moving along. Also, don't forget, if you want to listen to the show early or listen to us live, just become a Patreon for five bucks. You can get the show early and listen to us every single week. Record the show. I warn you, Agents of Edgewatch, we are so far into book two. I think we might finish book two before book one is even completed as a podcast. Because those guys are so fast. They are flying through book two. It is ridiculous 
how fast they are in that crazy book. Anyhow, if you want to listen to that, just join as a patron and you can listen to Agents of Edgewatch. You can listen to Three Ring Circus as well. By the way, Circus is very close. They're the other way around. The actual adventure itself, what you're listening to in the podcast, is not that far behind where they are in the live show because we haven't recorded in several weeks So we're getting dangerously close to catching the podcast up to the live show. So if you want to listen to that one, you can listen to that. I mean, you can listen to both. So just join 5 bucks, patreon.rollforcombat.com. And of course, make sure you check out the Discord channel, discord.rollforcombat.com. You can check out spoilers. You can talk to us. You can play games. It's a lot of fun. Anyhow, with that, let's get to this week's episode. Yeah, you are able to unlock the door with Roslo's keys, which you took. Click! Dougie, well, he, he, he's he's going to press to digitate, and he's going to try to like pretend that he's picking the lock, and he's going to go, click! Oh, I got it! John Stats is playing Cadet Dougie McDougal, a human ruffian rogue. And the door opens. You really go through a lot of trouble to make it look like you actually know what you're doing. <laughs> A long wooden workbench along the north wall in the western portion of this room, right in front of you, is crowded with books, scrolls, small bottles, and the skull of some predator, and is watched over by a human skeleton on a wire stand. To the east, you see two open iron-barred cages, collectively containing three slumped And decaying human corpses. No one's ever alive. So there's the skeleton. Here's the shelving. And here is the, looks like, cells of some sort. There's like, there are iron barred cages. I'm checking for traps as I walk. Three dead people in there. Humanoid. Alright, so an amorphous mass has got to do what an amorphous mass has got to do. I'll clean up the room. Just bring the bodies over. Ugh. Well, they're probably evidence. Chris Beamer is playing Lomang, an orc tiefling monk of the crane style. Uh, wow. yeah, well... So what, what's an evidence? These you, can't, uh, you can't still be hungry. Yeah. What's this uh, table that I'm in front of? Is there anything interesting? Jason McDonald is playing Basil Blackfeather, a Tengu empiricist investigator. There is a lot on these desks. The desks. Scrolls. I'll let you guys do all that before I move into this room. There's there's a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff on the on the desk. And Dougie sees a door leading to the south. All the way I'm just the scanning side. that room for traps. I my, my, I'm getting paranoid. Looking around, you That's don't really, really you don't really I'm doing. Yeah, let me see. You don't see anything. There's bottles on the counter. There's tomes, books. There's a lot, man. There's a lot of stuff. Maybe maybe let's leave this till after the next fight when we have a lot of time to kill while we're healing up anyway. Seth Lipton is playing Gomez, a goblin elementalist sorcerer. Huh? Well, I mean, there's intel here. We're, we're looking for clues, though. It's uh, up to you. Might have... like, that might help us in the next encounter. I 
think so. Yeah, we're on. No All right, time. sure. Let's look. Let's do right. at least a quick right, scan of what we got. Yeah. This is the one time we've played where we're not under the gun for the time. I guess time. that's true. I guess that's I true. I love it. Let's just yeah, that's let's true. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah, explore. Exactly. We'll luxuriate. We'll dawdle. We're going to dawdle. We'll dawdle over the notes. Yes. I'm going to be in dawdle mode. We'll peruse. We will not skim. We will peruse. Well, if you guys have some time, could one of you teach me to read while we're here? That wouldn't be me. That would be Gomez. I'll try. Sure. I have below average intelligence. Below average. Excellent. Thanks. I was always been concerned, confused about that stuff. I'm an actual orc. Wait, I want to see something. Just looking up the intelligence score of Mimic. Let's see. The Mimic is stronger than Lomang. Has more oh, constitution nice. than Lomang. We got a new pecking order, it looks like. Smarter than Lomang. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Not wiser, though. What about charisma? Wait, uh, wait. I'm looking at here. Uh, Lomang has better decks. Higher athletics. Better. Uh, let's see. Okay. You're tied in de- you're, you're tied in strength. Lomang has better decks. Uh, uh, Sharky has a better con, better intelligence, the same wisdom, and better charisma. Oh, better charisma. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. 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 I I really want Sharky to be an absolute, like, E-rating expert on furniture and interior design. Because because well, he's a mimic, like he just he just yeah. knows he knows like he knows like encyclopedic <laughs> knowledge of like different of like of like different styles of furniture and like when things were popularized. I, I have three skill points in knowledge, Edwardian furniture. I would not go with those curtains in this room. That's right. Well, well, let's see. They actually have well, they have dwelling lore, but only where it's from. So if you want to know anything about pirate furniture sharky's your man because he was in the nautical themed room for the shackles so while he was in that room all that time he can make pirate chests anchors you know well when you say make i can be pirate chests true make become make one with you should write a a coffee table book about coffee table yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. And you know how I'm going to write it? I'm going to actually have it on me while I'm a coffee table. Right. Damn. Damn. Great. Yeah. Damn. That is an encounter, boy. Wow. That is great. He says something like, hey, check out that chest. Uh, Sharky's going to go, oh, dear boy, that is an altered vintage trunk from Alcott Cove, my man. That is no <laughs> chest. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Of course. That's quite correct. And I'll simply, you know, display you the differences between them visually. (laughs) So while you are all having a jaunty laugh about furniture and furniture-related items, uh, Basil is trying to concentrate. He's like, shh, can you keep it down? I'm trying to learn here. (laughs) (laughs) Idiots with your freaking furniture chatter 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 <laughs> he's like it's like man what i would what i would give for a learning library like little um, kids running around seriously yeah there's spell components all over the place you're quickly flipping through the books there are tomes and treaties treaties treatises treatises yeah on necromatic lore and you're just like there's a lot of stuff on necromancy however he does notice and lights up when Basil pulls out a spell book. Ooh. Ooh. 
And then... Gimme, gimme, gimme! Another spell book and glass orb. Ooh. However, that spell book is clearly labeled with the owner's name, Kevinellis. Oh. So, you... If you... he stops being crazy, we probably have to give that back to him. Yeah, you know for a fact... And then you believe the orb also, it's actually etched on the orb, his name. So you're like, oh, these are probably his spellbook and bounded items. Well, we'll take those because maybe those will get him to trust us when we, whenever he does wake up. Well, you he was brought back to the station. Oh, house. right. We took him back. Sorry, yeah, I forgot. So we took him you, back during cleanup. You have yeah. to bring it back. That's his. Like, you know for a fact those are, those are not his. What's the other spellbook got? Um, that one... Looks like that belongs to one Mr. Pratchett himself, Hendred Pratchett, in his spellbook. As a studying wizard, can I take a look and see what he's got to see what we might be going up against? <laughs> yep. Wink, wink. <laughs> you start to flip through it, and it is packed, and you realize, <laughs> oh shit, this guy knows every spell known to mankind. There are, let's see, how does it work when you read spells? Let me just look that up. Do you know how it works, Jason? Like how it works for reading spells from some spell book or just, I think if you flip through it, you just read them. Do we um, have, do you use a spell book? I'm a wizard, so I should have, oh, that's, you are a wizard. that's basic wizard 101. Yeah. Probably have to check a, uh, check each spell to see if you know it. That's about Wait, it. Wait, I found it. Hold on. Do you think there's some sort of wrinkle there for reading some other wizard spellbook? I'm not going to spend too much time on this, but you quickly roll through it and you count at least one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. There's fifteen spells in here. They're all necromatic, so you believe there's things in here like. Animates dead. Some of the spells that you already know. I think you know, like, light. Like, list some of the spells that you know. You see shield in there. You're like, okay, I recognize shield. You recognize... Are there any that are literally illegal black magic? No. That does not exist in this game. Not to that extent. Well, certainly we should take this with us so he doesn't have access to it. Because if he somehow gets away, then he doesn't have his... As a wizard, I would know that he doesn't have his spellbook. He theoretically can't relearn his spells. That makes him less dangerous. And he also knows, as a wizard, I could learn these spells on the side. <laughs> I was I was going to get there eventually. Uh, there's <laughs> rules about evidence and such that would have to be satisfied. But You also find a lot of notes from Pratchett. And you also find some scrolls. And... These you actually do recognize from Absalom's Black Market, Gomez. Dun, dun, dun. And let's see. You look at the you look at the scrolls, and one appears to be Gentle Repose, and the other one is Bind Undead. Ooh. And you find lots of writings, and there's that's going to take a while for you to go through. It looks like there's notes here. The only thing you do note very quickly is you see some notes revealing, and this is like right on top of the desk. He's musing on the psychic bond between twins, 
and he's trying to figure out and learn about to retain that bond after death. And he sees like he's sketching out a half-finished formula, indicating that he's designed some sort of necromatic experiment involving uh, twin children to uh, experiment their bonds after oh. he kills them and they're wow. dead. Wow. Yeah. Oh, no. The Sokta family, a family of Jalmeri tourists consisting of mother and father, Vindi and Sudar, and their oh, no. eight-year-old twins, Bashir oh, no. and Nita. Are they, are they victims? Uh, I was thinking the, the ones we just fought up in the... Uh... The tur the turret. Well, this is very those those missing people were very recent, and the dates are matching up to um, the notes and the missing persons. Oh. They're right after one another. Probably not a coincidence. Wow, this is a uh, arc episode. Honestly, I I'm really worried about all this. In my family, we're all twins. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! All the mimics everywhere worldwide will be affected by this. Yeah, this is terrifying. So, I don't know what you want to do. It's going to probably take, you can like sort of stuff all this information into your uh, bag of holding. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about it later. There's a fair amount. I mean, you could easily just throw everything in there if you wanted to and then look at it later. This was you kind of perusing pretty quick. Let's do that. While Sharky is turning into different types of furniture and Lomang and Dougie and Gomez are clapping like, ooh, ah, can you turn into an ottoman? Ooh, how about a footstool? Ooh. Okay, Steve, just FYI, yes. the scroll is from your school of magic. You can identify it automatically. Oh, what school of magic do you know? Be an arcane, since I'm a wizard. Or, I'm sorry, or uh, tradition, I think I meant. Yeah, tradition. Do you know tradition? Do you... If the spell is a common spell from your spell list, and or a spell you know. Even from a book? I'm going off of scrolls, but I assume the rules would be the same. Okay, in that case, I will just give it to you. Uh, Ray of Enfeeblement. Otherwise, you have to use Identify Magic. That's fine. You quickly flip through, remembering, hey, wait, I can read this now. Ray of Enfeeblement, True Strike, Chill Touch, Daze, Light, Mage Hand, Prestidigitation, Shield, Disrupt Undead, Disrupting Weapons, Harm, Magic Stone, Stabilize, Putrefy food and drink. That's a new one. Jeez. And abonishing ray. That's also a new one. You're like, ooh, those are uncommon. They um uh, are anything from kind of useful like light and mage hand to rave enfeeblement, which is pretty bad. Um, the good news is these are all level one spells and cantrips. So nothing above level one is in this book. That's the good news. Well, I've got homework then. That's right. Yep. All right. Well, if everybody's tucked away, all their stuff is tucked away, Dougie will listen to this door and do his routine of stop, listen, and detect. While he's listening, what he hears out in the corner is Sharky saying, actually, the difference between an ottoman and a footstool is a little less obvious than you may think. It's not just the upholstery. It has to match an existing piece of furniture to be an ottoman. Oh. Cool. Is that what the feathers are for, Sharky? Are you <laughs> matching existing pieces? Well, I mean, there are feather pillows, and there's also feather designs. Look, I can talk about this for some time if you'd like. Very good. Why don't you? There, there could be a lot you can learn about the the different... Maybe you can sell your feathers on the side as down. Roll for downcraft. 
as Dougie starts listening to the door, and Gomez is standing near the, um, you know, the dead bodies, they, they rise up. And oh, start no. Talking. Oh, no. Roll for combat. Oh, dear. I'm sorry. Bodies in a dungeon stood up? No. What? Is that? That never happens. They're not allowed to do that. Gomez, what are you doing out there? Yep. They're, they're behind bars, yep. though. Yep. I I thought you guys investigated these bodies. I I was under the impression that I was dealing with professionals. That... Oh, I thought you were inve- investigating these bodies. <laughs> nope. We didn't say all clear. Oh, yeah, no. we didn't give it the it's clear awful. order. This is a bad situation. This is exactly what I don't want. This is a bad situation. give you the, uh, the hand signal like the, the Navy SEALs. Yeah. You guys were distracted by Sharky and his cool magic. That's true. Hey, don't don't look at me. I offered to clean up the room and eat all the bodies. While Sharky, I was told not true. to. Offer accepted. You're, you're, you're right. Sharky, you are right. You are absolutely 100% correct. <laughs> well, you see a, well, looks like a body lurch up to life and... Pop, open the door. Hey, it's like oh, Pop goes the weed. No. Oh, that door. That door was just there Who for show. Who saw this? Who saw this happening? No I one. Them. I oh, them. Claw Lomang. 19 miss. So one action to pop up, one action to push open the door, and one action to attack. To yeah, well, it didn't really push. He actually moved, and the door just opened. It, you know, mm-hmm. it just is easy. And then uh, one action to attack Basil. There is a uh, a white in front of you. What did, what do you know about whites? Yeah, uh, I know. I'm they actually going to do an expeditious inspection as a free action and recall knowledge. Of okay, let's see. Religion. Ooh, you don't know that much. You're not doing well. You know they're um they're undead. It is not the color white. That is, a, that is a common misconception. That's it. That's all you know. You know their name and that they're kind undead. of gray. Are they related to Betty White? Not that I'm aware of. That's it. You, right, know, well, no, you know nothing, unfortunately. Today you are you're hitting well, but your brain's not working very all right, well. I'm going to devise a stratagem and I'm going to stab the white in front of me with my sword cane. Maybe silver is good against them. I, I approve that stratagem. That's not a bad stratagem. So it's actually a twenty-seven. Well, he gets he gets cover because you're going against a hard corner, but that's okay because you get a twenty-seven. You hit and you do eight points of damage, and the silver did not appear to do anything extra. So yeah, one more action. Actually, I think silver's like werewolves and stuff. I don't know, whatever. I'll, yeah. Uh, all right. I guess I'll just attack. Or no, I'll cast shield. I'll put up shield. Shield on. Oh boy. Here comes the fun. Here comes another one. Hey, let's attack Lomang. Why not? 22. Did I do that? That's a hit. Seven points of damage. Okay. What's this called? Drain life. See below. Okay. Mm. Um, When the right damage is... The game, blah, blah. Fortitude save, my friend. Yeesh. <laughs> you feel the life energy draining oh, from you. Oh, there you go. That I don't, though. No, you don't. You're like, I am fine. I am fine. Internal control technique. This this one, let's see. How does this one go? Pops up 
And um Gomez, get out of there! He's actually gonna attack Gomez through the bars, which will give you some cover, which is good. And oh, I don't think a thirty <laughs> is going to matter. <laughs> uh luckily the crit wasn't bad at all. I know. Gomez takes twelve points of damage. Give me a fortitude save, Gomez. Yes. What? what? That's good. That is uh, wow. It is just. It is just. Crit City. Crit City. Sharky, you're up. Sharky, you have a movement speed of ten. By the way, you're really slow. You're really far away because you're uh, too busy being furniture. No, you're all fast. I go at a perfectly normal speed for my kind. That is true. All right. Let's not get a little morphist here. I'm just saying. That's true. That is perfect. We're morphist. All right, five. We're anthropoid. <laughs> yeah. Anthropoidist. Yeah, you can go there. That'd be two movements. Sorry. Yeah, no, I got that. Uh, I don't know that I want to be right next to the white. But you do. No, they I look, do not. They look delicious. As a fact. You're you're our anchorman. Eh, I don't know. They look a little gangrene-y. I mean, they they look like they're rotting. They actually I mean, this are is, rotting. I mean. Which oh, don't get me wrong, yum, actually, yum. that adds to a certain level of flavor. Little tang in, in in small amounts. When it gets too far, it overwhelms the flavor of the actual meat, and that's a problem. Ah, what the hell? All right, I'm gonna stick me to a white. You're good at operation. Sharky's machine. Holy moly! Holy moly! That's a crit. That's a crit. Which Man. one are you attacking? Number one or number two? I'll say number one because I'm trying to protect Featherboy. 30 points of damage. Good Baboosh. job, Sharky. Good Holy job. Morley. I might start liking Sharky before this is all over. And Reflex, he's failed. He is now stuck to me. Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. This is crazy. Dougie, you're up. I am going to delay my action okay. after Lomang. Okay, Lomang, you're up. Finish that one. Oh my god, this is really annoying. There's two near me. Yeah, but oh, one's we're like really crowded. Really crowded. All right, I'm I'm attacking the one to the north. Let's do it. Uh, crane wing. Uh, crane wing, number two. Okay. You hit seven points of damage. Still alive. The one north of you. Yeah. Well, it's undamaged. The, the the one next to it has been taken thirty. Yeah, the one this is the number one was taking all the damage. Number two was unhit. Well, now it's hit. Well, let's hit it again. Yeah, that's right. Spread the damage all over the place. That's a mess. Jeez. But if you did flurry a blow, still takes eight fort save. That's right. Oh, this time it made, made it twenty-one. So it does not. First time ever it failed. Uh, you you're that's one action. What else are you do? Yeah, and I actually had to spend an action to get into Crane Stance, so I have one only one action left, which I'll I'll attack one this time. Number one. Number one. Oh, you mean the one that I've basically killed? Oh, so. you hit it. Nice. Uh, you're you're bravely attacking the one that I already took care of. Yes. I'm just checking. Okay, sorry. It's uh, almost dead. <laughs> a big piece of like a big chunk of it comes flying off. Well, orcs are known for their bold attack on the most powerful and dangerous. No, no, no. Actually, apparently oh, that's boy. not what's going this on. Is, Basil can finish it off. It's my turn now. Okay, up. So, oh, boy. Kill, kill number two. Or actually, ooh, I don't know. Is there a way to... Can I stand over the arthropod 
And no. No? Okay. Nope. He's the same size as you. Yeah, okay. Uh, all right. Uh, boy, I do want to kill number one so badly. There's nothing that I have that can... Go into the jail cell. Can I do that? Yeah, there's a hole right there. Do these guys get, like... And I can hit one through well, that? Well, you can't go through them, actually. They're bad guys. Actually, you can't do that. Yeah, I was going to say, okay. Uh, Why don't you just tack number two? <laughs> or number three. If you don't right. attack number two, you don't have to go you know anywhere. I, I don't have to go anywhere. Okay, I'm going to attack number two with a mole. Always a chance that I will crit. You still do a ton of damage. 13 points of damage. Kaboosh! Well, dude, if these guys have more than 30... Large piece off of him goes flying. Like, there right. goes his brain. Mole attack number two. Mole like, him. It's dude. like a baseball. You're like, bonk. Hey, there. I bada, really bada, 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 bada. in this one. Swing. Bada, bada, bada. Jeez. Oh, Strike one. And I am going to do my... Jeez, oh, it's a P word. Uh, predict. Uh, how this thing is going to attack me, number two. Number two, you're doing your thing. All right. Yeah. Prediction. I predict you're like you're like uh, Johnny Carson. I predict Gomez is in trouble. Yeah, Gomez is in trouble. Yeah. He, Are you rolling it? You you roll it, John. Oh, I do. Oh, that's yeah, right. You always roll in. Uh, I mean, I can roll it for you. I don't really care. Oh, okay, nice. that's good. You get a plus two to your AC or something. That's number two. Is that a crit? No, it's no. probably not. No. Then, are you sure that's not a crit? That might be a crit. Anyway, uh, anyhow, uh, Gomez is up, and I'll look to see if that's. A crit. It's plus one or plus two. That's all it is. It's it's plus one normal. First right. action and second action. <laughs> yes. I will disrupt undead on number two. Number two. You don't want to do number one to kill it. Damn. That's a good. That's a good roll. I, I had I had a good feeling about the, the damage. I wanted to maximize damage. Oh no, that's twelve points of damage. Ah, smoking. I'm melting. I'm melting. You're doing very well, Gomez. And for my last action, I activate for the second time today my corpse pendant and vanish from the sight of all undead and smell. And everything. Nice. There you go. I am invisible. You cannot see me anymore. All right. Uh, the white number one goes. The one that is stuck to Sharky. He doesn't care. He's just going to attack Lomang. I like to think of him as part of Sharky now. Well, Sharky, the Sharky Annex is attacking Lomang and misses with a 15. Attack again, claw. Oh no, 23. Give me a fortitude save, Mr. Lomang. That's you, Chris. Yep. All right. I'm not happy about that. Why? It's only going ah, to. Oh, yeah. 22. You're so fine. now I'm immune to this for 24 hours. So. Let's see. <laughs> Does it say that? It <laughs> yeah. says it will keep doing it. Until you're dead. That's two doses <laughs> you've had. So you turn into a white. I know. All right. Well, that's a critical miss. So it tries to attack you three times. It only hits you once. These aren't that powerful. They seem to be... They're taking a ton of damage, but they're not super strong attack-wise. Basil, you All are right. up. What's Sharky doing? Sharky's on top of you, Basil. Get him off. I'm Get going to off. devise a stratagem, and I'm going to attack. Okay. You get some cover, but... 
Um, it's okay. That actually, but that's a 28 with the device. Well, the cover balances out my, my device strategy, but then I also get flat-footed since he's attached to the... So it's the same. So it's a 24. So it's a 26. No, it's a 24. Well, you, Wait. you'll get a plus two, but then he gets cover, but then he's flat-footed, so that would give him... And divided strategy. It should be a net plus two, I think. Uh, isn't cover minus two? Yes. So cover's minus two... Devise stratagem is plus two, flat footed is plus two. Well, no, no, minus two to you, to you, not to him. Whatever, it's a, it doesn't matter. It's, it's a not hit. a crit. It's a hit. It's not a crit. Uh, Eleven points of damage. Nice. And it's still. You know what? Oh. It didn't matter. Oh. He had three hit points. Left, so. Okay, thank God. <laughs> yeah, and that's oh, why okay. I tagged number two. I had a feeling yeah. he oh. like it would be. Uh, um, but that was two actions, so I can't cast a spell. Nope. I'm gonna move. But you can move. You can feed Sharky. Give flanking. Oh, yes. There you go. Move next to number two. You're getting bold. Bold, I tell you. Fortune favors the bold. The white. The white. Jack White. Watch, I'll probably get bit. Jack White sees so many targets in front of him. One, two, three, four. Are we going to have a color war? That's number four. That goes to Dougie. Dougie. Yay, Dougie. Oh, 29, 29. That will hit that you every time. 10, 10, 10 points of damage. Give me a fortitude Ouch. save, Dougie. Fortitude save. You feel that slash <sighs> sucking out your life force. This cheerleading squad you've become, Steve. Oh, Oopsie. no. That's a fail at a 15. You got a hero point. Uh... I am... Be a man. Take it. I, I, yeah, you know, that's an eight. I, I would not take it. I would not take it. I'm taking it. I'm taking it. All right. Let's, I'm curious to see I'm not going to roll better, though. I mean, it's... Yeah, you're it's, older. Actually, uh, wait a minute. Hold on. I do have a plus one or plus two from my thing. From my, Well, uh, he still would have hit you. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, it's true. It but saving affect... throws. It, ha- it, it affects saving throws and armor Really? Yes, it's plus one. It's plus one. Unless what did you roll? A twenty-seven. Um, you did. The DC is nineteen, so you did not critically succeed. So you you only regularly succeeded. I just checked. Unless Seth's thing uh, debuff actually lowered his. Uh... Nope. Anyway, okay. I'm gonna not. No, I'm gonna pass. I'm gonna take it. Are you sure? Yep. Drained one. What's that mean? You lose a level. <laughs> That's really bad. You are drained. You take a status penalty to your drain value to constitution-based checks, such as fortitude save. You lose a number of hit points equal to your level, so you're going to lose four hit points, and the maximum number of hit points also goes down by four until you get rid of this. So you are now drained, and while you're drained, my favorite part is he actually sucks up that energy and drinks a delicious energy. And he heals? Yep. Ugh. Now, do I lose hit points or is just my max lower? Both. Okay. So lose hit points. You take off four hit points. All right. And now he's going to attack you again. John, not, not only did you spend your gold, your energy also went down. Just go with a space-based comparison. You'll understand. Oh, no. He hits you again for a 24. That was even at a minus 5. Give me another fortitude save. 
Now it's minus one, too. Uh, it's going to get harder and harder. Yeah. All right, let's see. Uh, 14. Up, oh, drain no. two. Right. Let's use a hero point. I will use a hero point on this one. Okay. There you go. You felt right. drain two for a second, but it didn't take. And then he's going to claw you one more time, just because why not? Oh, God. All right, well, that misses. The white. The white. The white is on fire. Oh, Gomez. You're the only one he can attack. Except he's not there for Gomez. But he's oh, invisible. He's no. invisible. No, he's invisible to undead. I'm invisible. Oh, you're not there. You're not there. Yeah, That's right. I'm I forgot. All right, so, well, this is what happens. But you're still in the way. So he walks in front of you, but then bumps into you because you're there. So what's it called? Like, if I... I want to let him pass. Not like I'm not. Works. I'm not going to stop him. Yeah, that's not how it works. Well, well, I could, I could like allies can walk past me. We can walk past each other for that one. True, but he's not an ally, and not only that, you like try to do that, but he he's still like you're trying to dodge him. You know what? I'll give you a chance. Give me a reflex save. We'll see if you can dodge him. How about that? Can he attack it like at, at an invincible object or like a big minus? A critical oh, failure. Man. You bob and he bobs and you hit each other. So there's. No, I gave you a chance. <laughs> that might be a hero point. Well, he it, the, just, just like actually, this is this is good because there there is an option. Like if he knows I'm there, then he can make a save to to undo the magic and see me. Oh, that's true. Exactly. So I'm gonna say that he bumps into you, and then he sort of like does a will saving throw to us yeah yeah here's, here's what it says he fails he does a he does a single it's a dc 18 he does a 15 so good thing it's an undead white and he's like huh, huh. Oh, okay so oh, good yeah an undead oh, creature that? who observes me uh or who huh. or in this matter or when we su- or when we succeeds in a will save is immune to the corpse pendant for a 24 yes. hour so he, he tried to bump into you but it didn't work so did. and now so first action is he bumps into you. Second action is he will saves to try to find you. Third action is he tries to walk south again. So give me another reflex save to see if he gets out of the way this time. 17. I will say that you do not get out of the way, but nothing bad happens because of it. Because uh, the DC is a little higher. It's like 19. Sharky, you're up. So he actually wasted his whole turn trying to get past... The invisible wall known as Gomez. Bumping into each other. It's like, it yeah. like, <laughs> great. It's like two people walking down the street. One goes left, the other one goes right. And the one goes right, the other one goes left. And they're just in front of each other. And, they can, and they're trying to let each other by. Except you're trying to like get out of the way. And this thing is like, boom. What is that? Boom. What's going on here? Why am I hitting? I can't see it. Sharky's up. There's a big, delicious undead thing in front of you. Well, not so delicious. I mean, I'll give it a bite, but at the same time, the last one I had really tasted off. I gotta be honest. I mean, this was really past its expiration date by a long, long shot. I think it went bad. Yeah, I mean, it really did. So, I, if we could, if we could, I don't know. I don't know. You guys seem to be hunting bad guys or something that I'm apparently not allowed to eat all the time. But if you could find some ones that are a little riper, I'd appreciate it. Oh, these are. These are really ripe. These are good. Delicious. Uh, you just right. had you just had an old one. This one will be better. That's true. It's a different one. It's like all a right. grape. Some of them are bad. All right, let me try this one. What's a grape? Yeah, I also don't know what a grape is. But yeah, eh. miss. You well, tried. I think that I only really have one move here. Yeah, you don't have a lot of options as a um, knight. 
Holy moly! It's still a hit. 12 points of damage. Are you going to try to stick it? Stick it good. Of course I'm going to try and stick it. What, what, I, I think, oh. actually, it's, let me put it this way. <gasps> Critical it's what success. Happens. You don't stick it. It's somehow you were like confused. You're like, wait, what just happened? It didn't stick to me. I'm confused. These things are wrong, guys. There's these. They're just yeah, wrong. They're very I don't wrong. like them at all. Yeah, these. That is actually good because then uh, Sharky doesn't taste this one, so he doesn't know that this one's bad too. This is a brown grape. Yeah. Can I move away from? The, I'm gonna move away from this one. Oh no, cowardly! Uh. <laughs> no, that doesn't. That just. That's, oh, that's just not right to me. That's right. That's just not right to me. I'm Sharky sorry. doesn't like it. <laughs> I have a question. That. Yes. Where to the, the square to the left of where Gomez is? That's there's bars in front of that. Yes, where Gomez is? Yeah, there's bars there. Like right there. Yeah, yeah, there's bars there. So I can't get in that way. No, not really. No. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of want Gomez to get out, of, get out of the way. No, no, you don't. No, you don't. That's gonna happen in a second. You've got a wounded one in front of you. What are you talking no, about? No, I don't need, I don't need any advice. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think you do. I really, I don't. think you do. Focus if you fire. go next, you're gonna finish it off. No, I'm not. It's not that bad. It's not. It's like maybe half dead. I'm gonna delay till after Gomez, and let's see what happens. Doggy's up. Okay, I'm going to uh, hit it with my maul. Well, did you want to grab flanking, or he can't get in there? Oh, if he moves up, he can. That's true. Oh boy, that's true. If I, hmm. yeah, you know what? I'd rather that thing just bump up against the wall. I'm already. Uh, what what is my condition? The drain drained one. drained. Yeah, I'm already one. drained one. I I, I don't want to I mean, do uh, do what you want to do. If you, I mean, I'm not trying. I, to... I mean, I didn't think I'd get drained. Oh, yeah. Here comes the 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 miss parade. You mm. actually have a plus eleven. I don't know how you keep. Oh, there you go. There's the crit for it. And I have my crit is a fourteen damage. Wow. I roll a. Oh, that did it. Okay. John, just remember, the rule of thumb is I'm always right. Okay, all right. (laughs) All right, you know what? I'm going to apply for... I'm going to move here, and I'm going to watch you do what you do. Oh, snap! He moved behind Sharky. (laughs) Wow. Damn, Dougie! The bravery is... All right, you know what? All right, I'll move there. I'll protect protect Sharky. I'm protecting you, Sharky. Don't worry. (laughs) All right. Gomez is up. I mean, I got a turn that's not going to do anything. Gomez, you're up. I, for my first action, I move here. He runs away. Oh, five feet. Okay, yeah. And for my next action, I I pull out, for my two last actions, I take scrolls of healing and get them in each hand. Scroll of healing in the left hand. It's scroll of healing of the right hand. Lomag, you're up. Man, that's not that's that's where I wanted to go. That's where you wanted to go. Well, yeah. I'll, where do you like? Want me to move? Where do you want me to go? go I want to go there because if I go to that spot that you were just in, then only one of us can attack this thing. I want it to come out. So you want to draw it out? Draw it out. Draw, draw shall, it out. Drown. Shallows. Yeah. Draw it out. <laughs> all, right, all right. So so let me. So let, how about this? If I just how about how about this? Since I can move a lot, how about I go here instead? How about that? You yeah, went yeah. into the jail cell. Like okay, that. I'm gonna run, fucking hide in a corner. You're in the jailhouse now. <laughs> hide invisibly in a corner. Right, Lomag, you're up. The brave man I am. All right, so so ready to actions work how exactly? I want to. This is what I want to do. I want to move there, 
and I want to ready an action to do my attack. Yes. Yep. I okay. So, so actually, what I'll do, I'll move there. I'll activate the key strike. Well, and I will... that's not how it works. So, if you're going to ready an action, it requires you. You can't ready a key strike. You can only. You have to spend two actions to to do something that only takes one action. All right, so I will I'll ready my flurry of blows for That's when that thing correct. moves to the south. Yep. That is so. the correct action. I say, come get some, come get some. Basil's up. I'll help. I'll try to help draw it out. I'll move right next to you, and I will blast it with ray of frost. Okay. Nice. There you go. Twelve. Not with that roll, I won't. It might be immune to cold, though. Well, there you go. All right, the white comes out. Now you go. You interrupt My, it. Yep, there we go. Cream so wing. do your ah. flurry. Kaka, kaka, kaka. Twenty. Nice. You hit seven number points. two. What? Nope, that's wrong. It's wrong. I was gonna say that's now. I put little. in the wrong. I put in forty. I put in. I, I hit an extra key. Two hundred points. Good. Something All right, like here. Here's my second attack. Maybe. It hit. Nice. Wow. Nice. All right. Six and more damage. It needs to make save. a save. Yeah. It fails. It it's... fails, so it loses one action. So this is where it gets weird. This is actually the power of Stunning Fist and moved, and then you stun it for one action. So then it's slowed one, which it just spends. So it only has one action left. Right. And now it will claw you. So instead of clawing you twice, it claws you once. I like it. Thirty-one. Oh no, it hits. Jeez, <laughs> you no longer like it. I saw the eighteen. I'm like, oh, shit. is that a crit? No, no it's not a crit. No. It's not a crit. Chris, has any monster ever hit you before? Wow. Oh, I get hit every. Oh, time. he gets. I, I never. I never. Oh, get I, you know, I was being rhetorical there. I want to be. My AC clear. is the highest of it, it can possibly be, almost. And almost. Sure, sure. Sure, sure. It doesn't matter. He gets hit all the time. He, he needed a thirty-one to hit, and he rolled a thirty-one. I understand. No, he actually needed a twenty-three to hit. Eight points of damage, and give me the fort save as you feel. Oh no, I might be in the Dougie school of loserhood. Now, this will jinx the roll, but monks have some of the best saving throws. You, whenever you say that, you fail! Here comes a four. Oh, you failed! No, you didn't. Actually, <laughs> 17 didn't. is what there you did. There we needed. go. That's you did it! You nice. did it! Exactly. Sharky's up. Sharky is bonding with Dougie. Does Sharky do anything? That one's the good one. That's a yummy one. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are having a little conversation. See how nice there? and well, green okay. it is? See, actually, John, what you don't realize is you moved over and you said you were going to protect me, and I really appreciate that. <laughs> oh, I, I, I'm I'm sending out some pseudopods to give you a little bit of a hug. I walked into that one, so ah. fair play. Uh, DC, uh, DC 23 to keep from being grabbed. Oh, give him a reflex DC save, DC 23 for what? For you. DC 23 reflex save. For reflex. You fail. He's he's hugging you and you're stuck. You're stuck to him, oh, Dougie. No, I but it was, you're, you're protecting me. I must at this point raise a salient point. Dougie has the bad taste on him because he got drained. Ew, ew, ew. He's I like got that. it on him. Fine. That's no, true. No, no. You can smell it on me. Okay, no, that is a salient point. I, I let go and I otherwise try and express my appreciation by waving some feathers at him. I am emboldened by that. Dougie, you're up. <laughs> I will save the day. There's a lot of weird stuff going on right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
You do not save the day. I so don't save the day. You roll five. How are you rolling twos, threes, fours? It's, I know. Twos. It's just over and over. Ones, one, one, one. You know what? Because oh the, the game thinks I'm healing right now, and so it rolls as ones and twos and threes. Well, you can attack again. So my second attack. <laughs> yep, there you there go. You now you rolled decent. You rolled an eight, an eight, but eight. guess there what? Miss. Hey, you're done. I'll help Gomez. you practice later. Gomez hiding in the corner, invisible to everything bad what are you gonna do uh i'm i'm uh delaying i'm delaying my action i'm gonna come back i'm gonna come back in if somebody needs to get brought back up all right lomang okay you, you the same if this thing goes it goes again it's gonna get three attacks off you know Let's that and it's gonna draining everyone activate <laughs> key strike <laughs> key strike activate form of an eagle form of oh, a hit you hit i don't like that red number. 10 points of damage Boom. Attack, attack, attack. There we go. Oh, Critical hit. is a crit. <laughs> wow. Nice. Light him up. 24. Light him up. 24 Boom. damage. Like Put him huge, on the board. Like his jaw goes flying off as you just smash it. Third attack incoming. Well, he gets a fort save on those. Yeah, he does. That That's true. Of, uh, that is true. Let's see, let's see the fort save. Makes it. Yeah, he makes a fort save. But oh, by the way, you can make your key strike... Negative, positive, or force damage. By the way, right? It's um, I think you have to choose that, and it you stays do. that way. And I think I did choose that already. Oh, okay. I think I did it as divine. I think or something. I, I gotta look. It's on my character. All right. So this is attack number four. Uh, that missed. Yeah. Well, that one number eight that missed by a mile. That was a critical miss. We got one more attack. Look at that. Oh my look at that. Lord. <laughs> look God, at that. what did you roll for that? God, he rolls a 15 minus 8 and still hit. Abomination. The power of the Lord. It is uh, one shot. (laughs) It's dead. You killed them all. That is super cool. And I want to raise raise an opportunity here. It's a little risky. Point of order? A point of order. I still have 10 minutes of complete and utter imperceptibility. Not even invisibility, imperceptibility to undead. And every single thing we found in here has been undead. So it might be a good idea. To go check other rooms? Right, before we do our, our normal healing and stuff, especially considering we're not that beat up. Uh, everybody gets to the other side of the room, and I just go through that next door, and I go look around while I'm invisible. It's risky, though, because there is, was an ochre jelly, and that's not undead. And yeah. I, I agree, I agree. Well, and and there's maybe a there may be a wizard if Pratchett's down here. You're not going to get undead. What you're going to get is these are the living quarters in the study area of the boss monster, who's probably. And not. I am holding an umbrella while smoking a cigarette, waiting for a bus in the rain. Yes. <laughs> right, but I <laughs> and I do like your bravery, so I say go for it. Yeah, but I I think because it's, it's like I want it because it really galls me that I have ten minutes of invisibility, but I only basically use it for like one attack. Well, what? Yeah, like what are you gonna use it for though? What I want to use it for is I want to go look around and see. This is what I want to have happen. I want to open up the door, go inside, and see all kinds of mummies and specters and all of them, and just walk up to them and, and examine them and have them totally not see me, and then go and, and close the back. door and report to you that all no. that's the case, and then prepare for it, and then we attack. I like the idea. And if it's not undead, then they 
wipe the floor with you. Yeah, yeah, but but it seems like it. It does seem like every single thing has been undead. There's not the the only other thing has been something at the bottom of a pit they were able to just completely bypass. Right. Uh, you know what? I mean, we could stand in the other room, and, and if you yell for help and run, then we can run in. Right, right, right. right let's right. let's do a religion check to see how, or, or actually, how long does this effect last on me? Is there a, a spell or a uh, effect? Oh, you're screwed. Oh, oh boy. you're screwed. You have yeah. to, you you have to wait till tomorrow. Ah, uh, all right. I'm not I'm not damaged, so I don't feel like I have a say. I'll go with whatever the party says. I would like to meditate for ten minutes and get a heal if that's doable. Well, that's. Not dealable because he's got ten minutes oh, worth of right. invisibility. Okay. It right. basically stops. Are you? Yeah, damaged? yeah. That, that's exactly why. Like, I, like I want, I want to scout the next room before we heal. How Do damaged it. are you, Lomang? Uh, I'm down twenty hit points, but I still oh, have four. Yeah, yeah, I'm down fourteen. I still, I still have. All right, yeah. 40. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. This let's is... give it a try. Let's give it a try. Let's, okay. let's see. If we, let's see if we can. Let's see if we can get greedy on this. Little power. You're, you're, you're gonna die. You're gonna die. I'm probably gonna but, die. But we should get over here. Yeah, I'm going to hide over here and sort of peek around the corner and watch you. Low mag. Well, you went into another room. Your guys are in other rooms. Oh, you're, oh you're, gonna, you're talking about the door to the south, Seth? I was talking about the door to the south. Okay, let's go back then. Oh, let's do it. That, well, I didn't know there was a door to, down there. Right, I thought I'll, there was I'll the double there. doors. This is okay. probably... Yeah, go ahead. Check But it everybody out. stay out of sight so you don't trigger something. Yeah, I'm very fast. I can run in there. If you... I'll stay in the corner here. Oh, well, believe me, I'll stay out of sight. Don't worry. <laughs> Sharky yeah, is a... I'm going to hide by pretending to be a piece of furniture. Nice. That's true. Yeah, yeah. That's I awesome. love that. You hide in plain that. sight. <laughs> All right. So uh, so I still have the effect on me. We had that conversation quick, so I should have, what, I don't know, another nine minutes. Basil, are you going to stay there? You got a few minutes left. You open up yeah, the door. I open up the door and I look. You look. A square-sided pit yawns in the stone floor on the eastern side of this room. You can't see the bottom of the pit from here. On the wall above and below the pit hangs a large black metal sculpture of a mask with one starburst eye. Directly above the pit, the ceiling opens into a dark shaft leading upward. A red rug is positioned along the pit's western rim, and a wooden lectern in the room's southeastern corner holds a large book. You also see two very large brazens filled with fire. This appears to be some shrine or sacrificial room. Got it. You don't see any creatures in here. You also see an enormous large door in the southwest. Okay, so uh, I'm going to close the door on this room, and I want to look at the double doors. Uh, do, do, do the exact same trick while I still have the juice on. Well, you actually saw the double doors leading into this room. Oh, it's the same, oh, oh, it's so, the same so, room. It's the same thing. Same so, room. So, th- so yeah. this is it. All right, so good. I, I'm happy about that. I'm happy I'm still alive. I report all that information. What do you guys want to do? Uh, let's heal up for 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, let's heal up yeah, for yeah, 10 Yeah, yeah, I'm good with that. <laughs> Alright, I'll do it. So I'll do the treat wounds on both of them. Dougie first, Lomang second. Yeah, Steve, we can't do this simultaneously. And I'll meditate. Can we? Dougie and Basil healing at the same time, the same people. Uh, I, I don't, don't know. We... I, I don't think you can. But I, yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah, I don't think you can. But hey, That's look at that. Reg- uh, so that was Dougie a regular success, Lomang a critical critical success. Oh, I, I need nice. healing too. By the way. Let us let us not forget. <laughs> you don't need healing. You're we fine. can't see you. 
You, you're not undead. You need to be alive. <laughs> I'm pretending I'm Oof. undead. I'm all. Ugh, Dougie gets three. I apologize. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> pretty much typical. Yep. Par for the course. I brought, and I get thirty. I hope. Yeah, you'll yeah you'll get like, see four times eight like something. Six a five and then a two. The uh, first uh, top one is uh, Gomez. Awesome. You see, here's the problem. You're wasting all your good rolls on healing, not combat. I think Dougie needs to, like... Train with me. Get some book learning. Maybe multi-class into wizard or something. Yeah. So, while we still have Bob, does the Mimic want to do anything fun and wonderful while they're doing all this stuff? Well, at the moment, during their, their sort of resting and meditating, honestly, what I'm concerned about is I don't know what to do with myself. So, uh, and that's Gomez. Yeah, so oh, I'm no, going to need to decorate the room uh, as much as I possibly can. There are whites that are available for dinner over here. No, 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 no. Turned out white. Uh, they taste gross. Yeah. They taste yeah. gross. I mean, now, there were some skeletons. White, it's what's for dinner? There, yeah. there were some skeletons around. Uh, I mean, a little bone marrow. Once One skeleton. One some... skeleton. Oh, we want to okay. examine that. That might be evidence. So please, Sorry? Don't eat, please don't eat that. That might be evidence. Uh, you're basically saying it, basically reaching towards my mouth. Yeah, it's Sorry, somebody. Wait, what? What? <laughs> yeah, please, please, uh, please don't eat the evidence. Oh, uh, yeah. all right. Uh, can I redecorate the room at least? Yes. This is really very ugly. I have to say what they've done with it. We need a nice rug. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, I'm a rug. I think we're all healed up. You are all healed. So let's uh, whatever not, that first one is critical. Not There's quite. A, you got a critical success on you. So. Not quite. Yeah, no, you... Do you have, like, one hit point left? Dude? Yes, one, yeah, but that, that would have been... He didn't even bother rolling it, because Dougie got a crit on you, I think. No, he did roll it, and I only got 20. I needed 21. No, he just did another one on you. <laughs> oh, did he? No, no, yeah. no, that was on so Gomez. Got, uh... That was Gomez and Dougie. Oh, Gomez and Dougie, got it. Okay, two words. Heal me. Yeah, you're no. down one hit point. <laughs> you're down one goddamn hit point. <laughs> all right, let's, let's search this room, then. <laughs> oh, all right, okay. all right, yeah, so, so we bust in there and search the room. Dougie, let's check for traps. Uh, this, no, this looks you, like a big you go. Trap. I don't. Uh, I don't know. How, I don't know how to do the trap. That, that, I can, I'll check the door. Well, no, we already went in. And looked for traps. It's one of our many other fine. thieves it's can fine. do that. This is the room you went in. So you go into the room, and this is interesting. The pit is ten by ten. It is filled with long metal spikes at the bottom and the sides of the pit. And above it is another trapdoor entrance. So now you think, oh man, some of those trapdoors led into this pit. Ugh. Check this out, Sharky. This is this is what this is an ambush trap. This this is something you might want to check out. All right. Now, this is something interesting that all of the guards know right away in their training. They recognize this as a shrine to the dead god of thievery, secrets, and assassination. Norgorber? Norgorber. Yeah, I know that I know that god. That god's very evil. And Ugh. particularly the murderous father skinsaw aspect. As guards of Absalon, you easily recognize the mask and his holy symbol. Wow. Uh, is that mask reachable, or is that, like, over the pit? It's over the pit. We have someone with Mage Hand, I believe, right? Yes, yes, we do. We, we, I, I could press the digitate things. Uh, by the way, the pit is ten feet deep. The spikes are covered with gore, dry blood, 
bits and pieces of humanoids everywhere. Wow. Okay, as a bit of a meta question about the, this shrine to the god of thieves, isn't part of the whole point of becoming a thief so you don't have to do what God says? It's funny that you say that. And on that, from my legal lore, my society lore, and my knowledge of the underworld, I talked to him a bit about the Skinsaw cult from, <laughs> from the entirely different adventure path. And like I, I've heard the records of this other of this other cult, and I talked to him a little bit about that. Tell us about it. Right, I'd be sure. curious myself as the GM if you know some stuff. Uh, it was what it was. It was like one of the first uh, adventure paths. It's really famous. Oh, I know, I know. But what about it? Do you remember? Yes, yeah, it's skin. So I, 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 I personally, me, I have forgotten the details. But but Gomez knows, and uh, and you, the listener, I advise you to go and uh, explore that adventure path because it's a, it's a classic. All right, good to know. Yes, well, the, yes, the skin saw colt is horrible in fact the mask looks like a patchwork of humanoid flesh stitched together with black wire it has a bulbous orange eye crafted from glass of some sort and a wide row of teeth so yeah this is really really bad there is a large book on the lectern as well as well as a prayer rug there you go this was one of those gods that became a god by ascending through the Star Stone trial. Oh, it's one of those. Yeah, yeah, oh, Star Stone trial. That is correct. Do you know about that, Steph? I do know about that. I know that Caden Calais did it drunk. Yes. Yeah, yes. That, that's what he, I, he, I think he did it drunk on a bet. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yep, that's true. Uh, so let's get some Mage Hand going. Let's get that mask. If oh, actually, can. I just have prestige. I don't have formal mage hand. I just have prestige. Oh, but I okay. think you found one in that spell book. But I, you can't. You don't know it yet, probably. No, it's it's a, a, I'm a sorcerer. I have to do it intuitively. Cantrip, can't uh, basil. One can thing trip? I could do is I could summon an elemental and have him do his dirty work for us. It would take an hour per level of the spell to learn to learn it. And actually, I'm not even sure I can do that because it would be it's tough to do my daily preparations That's to correct. get that spell. Right. Well, you can climb over there and try to get it. Lomang, you know, if you fall in, it doesn't look like it's too much damage. I mean, it's only 10 foot spike pit. How bad could that be? Wait, where where is this thing? I could do it on the theory that I can feather fall if I... Wait, 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 guys, guys. I could also realize also this. I, I It would cost a slot. But I, th I would put this slot against the healing I'll have to give you if you try any of this stuff. That uh, I can summon an air elemental and just have him go get it. That's true. I like that idea. Actually. I like that idea. Uh, I mean, I, I feel pretty yeah. confident well, in my climbing, but or do we yeah. want to finish? I mean, do we want to finish? You know, find, that's true. Find yeah, crash we... it, and we can pick up this thing on the way out. That's true. We yeah, we don't. Need oh, that's thing. true. Yeah, that's true. We're going There's to a spell book though. Uh, that, is that spell book like something? that either you might want none to... of you have looked at the book yet there's okay, a big book I looking at it i'm dougie i don't i don't probably i'll uh, take a look at the book i, I, I know many things did you say which southeast corner you yeah say? you you uh there's a lectern and there's a book right where you are basil all right let me take a look at it okay you open up the book take a look it's in a book <laughs> well um you open up the book and i'm driven insane it looks like the leather-bound book. Oh, wait. That's that's not leather. Oh, that's right. That's human skin. Sorry. The human <laughs> skin-bound book that has become leather. Uh, you open it up, and the vellum-soaked pages appear to be all written in different types of blood. 
Of course they are. I know. Uh, like at this point, if it was cow leather, I would consider that weird. Yeah. I would, yeah. I would, I would be like, what's that about? <laughs> at least it's vellum. You know, it could be worse if it's parchment. So vellum is not a human. Uh, yeah. So there is lots of fun depictions of how he killed his victims. And it's all written in what you probably guess is the victim's blood in detail. Is it like creepy hymn book with like songs about killing people too? No, it's actually not. It's just a, it's just a journal. Oh, lovely. Uh, some people keep journals about like you know what they did today, their secrets, their wishes. In this case, he writes about. As gross as it is, it is also evidence. It is basically a confession. Sure. Not only that. All the names on that list, they're all in here. Like, you know, everyone that you know was missing has been listed in here. In the- I'll oh, look toward wow. the ads and see if I can find the names of the kids and see what see if what's became of them. Yeah, they um, they were part of a very successful experiment. So oh, whether dear. we found them or not, they're likely to be dead. Okay. And very successful experiment means weird undead t- twins that can, like, communicate with each other in some way. Yes. Lovely. Wow. Uh, other than that, um, yeah, it looks like he writes in different moods. Sometimes he seems to be in a good mood. Sometimes he's upset. Uh, he's all over the place in terms of his prose. It's it's not very well done. The old lady invited me to tea again. <laughs> <laughs> what is up I think with I won't tea? kill her today. Yes, yes. Uh, Sharky... Although he knows it's probably a, not a good idea, is looking at that gore and thinking, you know, that might be tasty. Maybe, maybe it's a little, it's a little old and crusty, but the shark spikes might might damage your. That's right. Your uh, yeah, I don't like the wire thing. Yeah. Sharky, my mother tells me to try something new every day. All right. Well, that's what I'm gonna do. What's the deal with this rug? The rug is a prayer rug, also of Norgerber. Hmm. Is it magical? That rug might be magical. It is magically beautiful, if you're into Norberger. But there's and no I, magic. And I, and I am not. There's no magic in this room, by the way, that you can sense. There's only one door left. I wonder mm. what that goes to. I better it's get outside. some healing before that door. But okay. An all-you-can-eat buffet. <laughs> You've been listening to Roll for Combat, Agents of Edgewatch. If you have a question or comment for the show, please visit us at RollForCombat.com. You can also find us and play various games on our Discord channel at Discord.RollForCombat.com.